SAFM 105.6 FM in Palabora. Mr. Bakadine, first of all, um, please tell us about uh, this particular planned outage. It is planned. How long will this take and what will it mean for the grid overall? So you did mention that it is a planned and a regular outage. Um, we, we do have to uh, take the unit offline every 15 to 18 months or so. And that's really just to ensure that we can uh, replace the fuel that needs to be replaced. Like any um, like a, a vehicle or car, for example, you've just got, you have to refuel. So we're running out of fuel and we need to, to refuel. While we come down for refueling the, the outage, um, we, we start off by taking out the fuel um, and then do maintenance. Um, and some outages are fairly quick. Um, however, this one that's coming up will be quite a long outage compared to what we've done previously, um, over five months. And the reason for that is it's not just uh, normal refueling and, and, and light maintenance outage, but we are also replacing a number of components. And you mentioned the three steam generators and the reactor pressure vessel head. Um, and once that work is done, um, we will be then refueling the, the reactor and restarting the unit uh, in, in June of this year. Um, the, the steam generator work itself, it's, it's the biggest single project that uh, would be done on a, pro- on a, a, a nuclear power station like Kuburg. Each of those steam generators weighs over 380 tons, and so it's quite a, a, uh, an engineering exercise to, to design and, and then install these steam generators on the plant. And uh, we are fortunate that the work's being done by a, a very experienced uh, contractor, a French contractor that has done this at, at numerous stations uh, internationally. Um, and most of the, the steam generators that have been done in France were replaced by the same uh, contractor. Um, in addition, with the oversight from our own uh, internal specialists as, as well as then the national nuclear regulator to make sure that, that uh, everything is done safely and according to procedure. So in replacing the steam generators, is this because there's something wrong with them or is it simply a precaution? So it is a safety precaution that we have to that we do replace these steam generators. They do have a limited life, um, and therefore, um, power stations that are similar to Kuburg at um, at a certain stage during their life, they, they, the steam generators are replaced. Um, and we are at that point. What it also does is it enables the us to be able to run the power station for an additional 20 years, um, which we are planning to do. Um, Similarly, the reactor pressure vessel head is another component of a similar nature that if we want to then run for 20 years, it is a requirement. Um, this work has been planned for a long time. We, 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 also, we have also, over the last few years, done a number of other similar um, but smaller uh, replacements of uh, important components on the plant um, and just the, the, obviously the normal maintenance that goes with that. I must just say, though, to get the approval for running that additional 20 years. Um, that is in itself another uh, detailed uh, engineering study that, that's underway. Um, and in the middle of 2022, we will be submitting our request to extend the life of the plant to the National Nuclear Regulator. Who, if they are comfortable with what we've submitted, will issue us with the uh, um, extension of, of our license for another 20 years. So we have seen over the past uh, few months some 
protest action in uh, the city of Cape Town against, you know, uh, nuclear plants. And just with regard to safety, as you say, uh, there'll be a fuel replacement. What does that entail and what happens to the waste? So in terms of safety, for, for we, we do have very strict controls in place to ensure that we, we comply with all of the safety requirements. So as I mentioned, the National Nuclear Regulator, they keep a close eye on, on, on us. And actually, in, in terms of us um, doing the work during this outage, they, they will review all of the activities before we get the approval to, to start the work and also before we get the approval to start up the reactor. Um, the other um, uh, measures put in place to, to ensure safety, we, we have regular um, industry reviews done by an industry watchdog that, that has in, in last year reviewed our, our, our performance from a safety perspective and where they were, were, were quite comfortable with, with what they found and uh, commended Kuberg as being a strong performer in terms of safety and, and reliability. The waste is, is something that is a part of nuclear. Um, we've been managing it over the last uh, 37 years of operation. Um, there is a, a repository in the northern pulpits where we send all of our, our, our waste produced during operation. The spent fuel itself that comes out of the reactor, we've stored that in the, a, a spent fuel pool on site and have also now stored, moved some of that fuel into what we call dry storage casks that can be safely stored um, in, a, in, in an appropriate location on site and eventually can be um, transported to, to an alternative site for long-term disposal. The, these casks, though, are very robust, and um, you can actually stand right next to it um, in terms of the, you know, if there's any radiation requirement or, or for concern. You, you can't stand right next to it um, because of the way that it's been di- designed to ensure the safety of, of people and the public. And I think at this stage, um, the difficulty may be uh, whilst uh, people have not had too much to say apart from the environmental issues around Kuburg, uh, listening to what's been happening elsewhere at some of Eskom's plants, uh, it might be a little scary taking you up on that uh, to test the safety of that, uh, Mr. Vakadin. So just in terms of the personnel that you employ, um, why uh, should South Africans, can they trust the personnel that Eskom has there? This is something that we we do ask ourselves on a continual basis. We, we do introspect uh, regularly, and that's also why we, the, the nuclear regulator keeps a close eye on, on nuclear activity, but also the industry um, watchdogs to ensure that, that we are performing everything in accordance with, with uh, the expectations for, for to be able to, to run safely. So our operators, for example, the, the guys working that, that operates the reactor, those uh, individuals would typically take about five to eight years before they can be licensed to, to operate. So training is a very important part of how we do things. Similarly, our maintenance uh, people, our engineers, our radiation protection experts um, are, are very high, highly trained. And uh, I believe are among the, 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 the best in the industry. Um, so, so that's part of how we do things. The, the other item that, that we do spend a lot of time on is, is called nuclear safety culture, just to ensure that people understand the, the risk that we deal with from a nuclear safety perspective. 
and uh, perform and behave accordingly to ensure that uh, the reactor always remains safe, that the uh, plant remains safe, and that uh, the people around the, the plant are, are protected. Um, it's, it's a critical part of, of everything that we do with nuclear safety. And just a final question, uh, Mr. Wakadin. It was uh, part of my first question. Uh, don't believe I quite caught the answer there. The impact on the grid. Yeah, so, so taking Kuburg off, it's 920 megawatts. It's, it's the biggest unit in, in the ESCOM fleet. There's two of them. Um, and so we're taking off one of the units at a time, so unit two now in January, and the second or the, the other outage will, will commence in October of this year. So um, unit one will be off for over five months, and then we bring the, the, the unit back, the intent being to, to have both units available during the very busy winter months. June, July, August, September, um, when the demand is typically the highest. Um, the, the, the intent with that being that we minimize the risk. What what ISCOM does though, to ensure that, that taking the Kuberg unit off does not uh, create um, any concern is that the planning is done up front. Um, other units are, are, are maintained, but some of the coal stations are maintained during the um, the period when Kuburg is up and running, both units are up and running, and those have now returned to make space available to allow Kuburg to be shut down. So the planning is done to ensure that the, um, this does not cause any um, impact on, on the grid. However, because the units are, are so big um, and because of the high reliability that we get when Kuburg units are um, operational, there, there is some risk that if, if some of the... the um, if we do have unexpected breakdowns um, more than, than we planned for, that that could then um, put strain on the, on the grid. And we do have backups for that. However, uh, as we've seen in the past, that, that there is some, some risk, and we need, to, we need to just be prepared and manage that. However, the, the plan and the, the work that we're doing is to ensure that it, does, it, it can be managed. And just finally, the, the date of return for that unit? So it will be on the 20th of, uh, 22nd of June of this year. 22nd of June. Mr. Bakadine, thanks so much for your time uh, this afternoon. Chief Nuclear Officer at ESCOM, uh, Ridwan uh, Bakadine, speaking to us there about Unit 2 of Kuburg Nuclear Power Station going offline for regular refueling and maintenance. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m.